we've talked about defining presence, but in this quick message, I just want to toss the ball over to you and challenge you to define enough. That's our family parrot <laughs> in the background. But what I mean, and, and well, really, you could think about this in any area of your life, but specifically how it came up for me this week was thinking about the bare mini, as I call it, because I'm, you know, really good at shrinking words to make them sound more fun for me to say. The bare minimum, the bare mini, what is the one thing? I guess that's my version of the one thing or essentialism. But like, if I only had 25 minutes today, what's the most important thing that I could work on? That when my head hits the pillow tonight, I'm going to feel like, yes, I showed up for my myself, my creativity, my clients, you know, whatever it may be related to your work right now. Just like in the defining presence conversation, we were talking about like if you had a heart bubble that you were going to fill, what does that actually look like? What does presence look and feel like for you with your family, with your partner or with your clients or whatever, or with yourself or your God, you know, like presence. This is just that same exercise, but with the word enough, because truth is we're never going to run out of things to do. We're never going to run out of ideas to execute and implement on. We're never going to run out of, you know, things that people are actually requesting of us to do. So it's on us to lead ourselves and define, okay, I'm complete for the day. And so back in the day, I had a Mary Kay business for a little bit in grad school. And I know she was famous. Mary Kay Ash was famous for having like a something about a list of like six priorities. But I'm like, honey, I'm not even going to make it six. <laughs> like sometimes, sure, bonus overflow. But especially as the time I'm recording this, we're moving into summer and all hands on deck, mom hands on deck, all kids home, you know, so we're moving into summer and I got to be really honest with the bare mini. I have a few very meaningful projects that are moving forward and things are exciting and things are happening. And I could very easily just whoosh, get swallowed in the tidal wave of all the things I could be doing, but that's not going to feel good. And if I don't feel good, then I'm going to burn myself out even in a micro sense and snap at everybody and feel resentful that I didn't get X, Y, D, Z done. And so, especially as an entrepreneur, no one else can define what enough is for me, except for me. So that's what I'm practicing is what if I only have 25 minutes, one, I call it, you know, the micro hustle, the magic of the micro hustle. I have an episode on that as well, which is really just, you know, Pomodoro technique, set a timer, 25 minutes, but it's very nap time empires, isn't it? So the idea of if you only have one pocket of time, what's the thing and being so so like ruthless in defining and being so honest with yourself as to what is that thing that you can actually do in 25 minutes if that's all you have. And then if you do that thing or at least move it forward, you know, whatever the next micro step is on that thing, you're going to feel complete. Like there, you, you feel it in your heart. Like, yeah, I'm grateful that I had time, that I prioritized that, that I didn't hide out in the weeds like me, honestly, recording these messages is one of those things for me. I feel it in my heart. Just the practice of valuing whatever the heck is coming out of my mouth right now in hopes that it somehow serves and supports you or helps you clarify your thinking. Even if it's helping me clarify my thinking, it's this is a practice that while I can easily talk myself out of it and be like, who cares? Like, what? I know when I actually do it and I record it and I upload it, 
can share it with you, I feel more like myself. So that's one example, but this doesn't even take 25 minutes because Voxer would cut me off at 15. So anyway, the point is back in the day, a friend and client, uh, a course about copy student and client of mine, Dr. Christy Goodwin in Australia, she's brilliant and she's like a technology and brain researcher, introduced me to the term, the state of insufficiency. Meaning, you know, back in the day, if a parent was reading a newspaper, there was an end to the newspaper. But these days, if a parent is scrolling their phone and looking at a news app or just the internet in general, there is no end. So we never get that sense of completion. It's a state of, of insufficiency. So my challenge with redefining enough, which can change, your definition can change, and it might may change, you know, for the various areas of life or for work right now or for summertime, if kids are home and you're primary caregiver, or if you're on holiday, or if you actually have a lot of work to do, you know, whatever stuff changes. So redefine as needed, hashtag on her terms. But the idea is what is a state of sufficiency for you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And truly, 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 let's be kinder to ourselves and not like set the bar so freaking high that we can't even reach it. So we're going to feel like, excuse me, shit every day because we're feeling like we're always behind. I have a whole episode on that as well on Naptime Empires. You're not behind. It's like you can't be behind in your own story. So let's just get ahead of it and define here's enough for me today. And then do the thing. When you have that sacred opportunity, it's a sacred Pomodoro. When you know that you're going to have that 25 to 30, like, clear minutes. And let it be an experiment and see what you can do and see what you can create. And just practice stepping away from it after that and see what happens. Because otherwise, I don't know about you, but with me, when I had kids in school for the first times, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, rolling around in white space because I actually had too much time, which is so obnoxious to say, but it's true. I actually do better with just a, like a tighter window because then it can be pure like essential oil. You know, it could be like the essence as opposed to just kind of flopping around and being like, I could do that, could do that. So it's like a mental, it's a thought experiment, but I actually would love it if you would try it and see how it goes. Because also what if later on you zoomed out in life? What if you could zoom out and you're 100 years old and you look back at all the work that you are really doing, because maybe you've you've had a nine to five job, maybe you have a nine to five job, and you know people are just sitting there goofing off a lot of the time. I mean, how can you, I don't think it's even mentally, physically possible to give it like full attention for eight hours a day. I just don't even think it's possible. Likewise with school, right? So what if you were a hundred years old and you looked back and you could see, oh my gosh, on average, I actually did about 30 minutes of meaningful work a day. What if, how amazing would that be if you could just give yourself permission? I know this is ridiculous and I'm not saying, oh my gosh, you're going to build an empire in 30 minutes a day. I'm not saying that. I'm not making any promises. But if you have the opportunity to experiment with this in whatever way, again, maybe it's not work related because you're like, yeah, okay, cool, Nikki, but I do have a 95 job, whatever. Anyway, find a way to experiment with this. Maybe it's with, you know, cleaning and decluttering your house, which is what I've been doing today as like a birthday gift for myself because my kids are at my parents' house, which is a huge blessing. And one of the main reasons why we moved back here from Hawaii for moments like this. <sighs> and I'm clearing the house, you know, but if it's like 30 minutes to do that, 30 minutes, 25, I even like 25 just sounds even shorter because it is literally hello math. Okay. So 25 minutes 
in something that means something to you and practice letting that be a state of sufficiency and experiment with it and see how you feel. Because again, what if really truly you looked back on your life and you're like, wow, I really, if I'm being honest with myself, was only doing about on average 25 to 30 minutes a day of really meaningful stuff. Like that stuff that actually moved the proverbial needle only took me 30 minutes of pure, like sacred focus a day. What if, can we just experiment with that and see, let's just try it on. Are you with me? Like, let's just try it on for summer or whatever season it is for you as you're listening to this. I mean, and if you, if you work more than that, that's fine. But like, think about your first 30 minutes as if you only had those 30 minutes or if you only had that 25 minutes and then everything else is bonus. Double your, your points. And your credit card. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Okay. So the point is, if you haven't in a while, let's redefine enough, especially when it comes to all the ish on your list, especially when it keeps moving, moving, moving. I've probably shared this somehow somewhere before on um, my best advice for getting everything done on your to-do list is to make a shorter list. But this is just another way of saying that. It's like redefining enough. And really being honest, and again, there are books on it. The one thing, essentialism. Mine would be called the bare mini. But whatever it is, just be so honest with yourself. Again, especially if you have kids home with you this summer or anyone that you're caring for. Or if you do have a day job and you're only building your business in the pockets of time. For whatever reason, just give yourself some grace and have enough discipline just for you to be honest about what actually matters most and then set the timer, even if you wanted to do like 12 minute timer so that you know halfway through and you're just kind of learning and getting a pace for yourself, then you can always stretch it out later. But like a 12 and then you hit reset or restart or whatever on your timer and then it'll reset to another 12 and then you've got 25 minutes. Anyway, I'm playing with it. It's been helpful to me. This also relates back to the the slow burn and building that anticipation that we talked about with um, Bridgerton season two vibes. If you only get to like play with it, you don't get to have, you don't have time to take it for granted. You're just dating your creativity or whatever this project is that you're working on. Again, if you have client calls, that doesn't count. Okay, but I'm talking about like you're making time and your creation time. What if you only had this 25 to 30 minute window? All right, I've repeated myself enough. I'm done. I hope to hear from you in the comment box and let me know how it goes. Okay, bye, talk soon. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself. Hi, my name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider-only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.